You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. Why do we think that everybody has to work a job and a job is part of life? I understand that we're relying on each other for productivity, for produce. I used to tell my sons, when they were growing up, why they had to go to school, it was about learning how to do your duty to pitch in to society because everything you do, you're relying on work done by others. If you go to the toilet, you're sitting on something that people had to make and the water that flows through it is run by the water company and people have to tend to that and so on and so forth. It didn't just happen. A lot of times, you know, when you're younger, you think that everything nice just happens. You know, I never really thought about my mom cleaning everything. I just thought, um, you know, the, the garbage, I would throw garbage into the little wastebasket into the bathroom, in the bathroom. And, you know, next time I went, it'd be empty. And I just assumed, I don't know, the garbage man took it, you know. <laughs> you didn't realize, no, your mom's walking around emptying the garbage cans, you know. You're throwing it there, but it's not going to the garbage, you know. Now, I did used to take the garbage out. Uh, that was one of my tasks as a young kid, lift the garbage cans and take them to the end of the driveway and then bring them in when the garbage man comes and, you know, and throws them around, rolling around. But um, you, you, as you get older and you become more of an adult, you will learn and accept the fact that we are all a part of this world producing and working and things don't just food just doesn't fall on your table someone has to cook it dishes don't wash themselves Uh, places aren't clean unless you clean them you know Uh, and so on and so forth you you learn that uh, there's a lot of effort put in and that's why we have jobs because you can't go to the grocery store if someone doesn't work at the grocery store and you can't buy groceries if people don't make the groceries and you can't Drive a car if people aren't making them. And how is that getting done? Well, it's not getting done here and there when people feel like it. You've got to work regularly. There has to be a system. There has to be productivity standards, you know, and so on and so forth. However, all of that is true. And as I said, it's part of growing up is the realization that you can't just loaf and be a moocher. You've got to contribute. You know, part of being alive is putting your hand in the pile, you know? And so that involves working to contribute so that what you take out, and people try to put as much in as they take out. Of course, a lot of real rich people don't do that. They just take a lot and get a lot because they lucked out. But it's another podcast for another day. But even though you realize, okay, you've got to do your part, that never answered the question, and it's never been answered sufficiently for me why does it have to be the same thing and why does it have to be every day the so-called thing of a job the idea that you are effectively owned signed up with a slave to a particular set of behaviors a set of rules a particular location most of the time um that you are beholden to and must answer to a certain set of supervisors or one or owners. And that you must do this day in and day out. And that we have set this rule in America, at least, of five days a week. You get a weekend, but it's only two days. 
The other five of the seven, you have to day in and day out do this job type activity. And you have to do it all day, a long day, eight hours of a day, which as we're finding out here in these later months of the year is you go in in the dark, you come home and it's dark kind of day. You don't get daylight. You give up your sunshine to the working hours. And I suppose there is this idea that food, cars, etc. can't be manufactured or produced efficiently or sufficiently if we didn't work at it every day. But I'm wondering why we don't just hire more people to rotate shifts to do the same job and work less and less often. And, but, but pay them the same. Don't dock them. Like, don't make it part-time work. Make it full-time work, but have it be part-time and rotate it. Or allow people to work, and some people do this, multiple part-time jobs. But I mean, have that be the norm. For example, I have a career in acting, but I also have a career in working a convenience store or owning a, a McDonald's. Or I, you know, and, and some people do this. They take their private lives and they do what they want with them. And they're smart and they spread themselves around and they have different functions that they perform as part of their life. And they realize that their life is theirs. And it's their only ch- their only shot at it. And so they make time at various places for different functions. But the problem that I'm seeing and what I'm getting at here is that we all need to make enough money to survive. And we need to you know, pay a rent or pay a mortgage and pay utilities. So all of us need some regular income. Unless we're lucky and like a parent dies and leaves you a, a place to live and you can live for free. But even then you have to pay property tax and there's still the utilities. So everybody needs a, a steady generated income. It's disturbing that when you get a job that pays well enough, it takes up all your time and that has to be the focus of what you do. Why do you have to become that person? Okay, you've got a good job, nice salary can take care of these expenses, cover you, make you feel more secure. But in order to get that, you have to give your entire life to that one particular function or type of activity. And you have to do it five days a week at minimum. And you have to do it all day long each day. In other words, you're giving up your life to this security. And that's the norm. And that's what we seek to do. And People might people that work different jobs and part-time jobs, none of them have found their career. It's really hard to have like a career job, a job you love, a job that's exciting um, without giving everything to it, without that being your only job. And I'm not sure that's the right philosophy. And guess what I'm trying to say is, couldn't we establish in our culture that quote-unquote career jobs, that full-time jobs, in quotes, that high-paying jobs that, you know, are still part-time as the norm. In other words, people are encouraged or expected or allowed or the norm is for people to work multiple jobs because they have different facets of their personality and they're encouraged to learn about 
several things that they're good at or fascinated in and work them both at different times. And there's flexibility when they work the one or the other or all three of them. And there's not pressure to give up the same amount of days every week to, a, to jobs in general. And there's not pressure to give up a full day every day after day after day to work in general. Flexibility is the key. Freedom and diversity. Why couldn't that be our society? I can tell you, friends, Romans, countrymen, who are lending me your ears, quite literally, as this is a podcast, that's how I've tried to live my life. I went into a profession and I got a particular job, but I've worked hard at my entire, throughout my entire life to steal away my moments, even during work weeks, my moments of being able to do other things, uh, my ability to juggle. Uh, now, employers will fire you if they think you're working or making money at something else. So I've never made money working at something else. Uh, but it's about my freedom. And if you're good enough and can produce well enough and good quality enough in a job, but still maintain your freedom during the work week at different times, that can bring you happiness. And I've been lucky enough to manage that for the most part, but not anymore. They've changed things in my job where now there is no freedom and they're not allowing it and they're watching you and it's a hawk and they want you at the assembly line putting together the widgets. And they don't even care about the quality. It's just about forcing people to work day after day after day, the whole day. And they created ways by running reports and starting computer programs and, and watching people through that source of computer. Let's plug everything in and then run a report and it'll tell us exactly, you know, to the millimeter of time <laughs> uh, if this person's working enough. It will tell us if the work's any good because that's still human judgment, but we don't care. Maybe the work's shit. Maybe it's great. We don't care. Are they working enough? Are they giving us every freaking moment of their time each and every day? That's all they care about. And by enforcing that sort of philosophy now where I've worked for 22 years, uh, they've ruined the job and they've ruined my peace of mind and they've ruined my soul. But I'm going to keep doing it because I don't have any choice at this point. <laughs> I'm going to work in a living hell of slavery. But it has me thinking as I wish it would have you thinking and all of us and all of the country would start thinking more. Why is this the norm? First of all, why would an employer want to enforce each work day and each moment and watch and make sure their people are working each and every moment? Is that going to make that employee happy? Of course not. And if they're unhappy, are they going to do better work? Of course not. Um, is that going to make that employer employee give more to you? Of course, maybe just in terms of actual motion and productivity. But uh, I think that in their heart of hearts and at the end of the day, they're giving less to you and to their job because they're less invested in it from a freedom of choice perspective. I believe that we all work better when we want to work. And none of us want to work per se, but we want to work a hell of a lot more when we're when we're giving options and freedom as to when we work, the hours of work, the flexibility, 
The flexibility allows people when they do finally get to their job and get to their work to just do it more happily and and more um, lucidly and with more, I think, more diligently and more efficiently because they feel like, okay, I'm ready now. I'm ready to do this work. I'm ready to give myself up to this task that maybe isn't what I would choose to do for fun or anything else like that, but I'm getting paid and I'm ready to give you this now. And I, I do think, sure, we have the problem of some lazy people. We have the problem of some people that just, you know, dilly-dally about, even when they are quote-unquote working. We have people that put their butts in chairs but don't actually work while they're in the chair. We got people that come and just walk around and get seen that make it look like they're there working, but they're really not getting anything done. And we have bad workers that just don't do really good quality. There are problems in the workforce, don't get me wrong. But I think the systemic problem is the entire idea of work, that it must occur 40 hours, that it must take place over five days, that you only get two days of freedom, that you must be in at a certain time in each day and done by a certain time, and that during those parameters you get certain breaks of a certain length and no more, and a lunch of a certain duration and no more. That regimented mathematical structure is oppressive to human nature. Human beings might be ritualistic, And they might, if they set their clocks by it, start to fall asleep and wake up the same time every day and get hungry at similar times. But at the end of the day, what makes us human, as opposed to animal or tree or vegetation, is the ability to choose, is the ability to reason and choose freely and to exercise our will and our judgment. That's what makes us human. That's the beautiful thing about being a human being, that we can make the call. We can make a judgment. We can make a decision, and we can choose to do one thing or another. Now, I understand you can choose to quit a job. Nobody's making you do it, but um, there's a thing called the rent or the mortgage. There's a thing called a car payment, and there's some things that we get stuck into that we don't really have the choice. Not really. Not really. Uh, or if you're like me, you've done something for so many years that if you if you left, there's nothing else you know how to do. At least not for the amount of money you're making. You take a you'd have to get some totally different job and take a gigantic pay cut, and you have debts, you have bills. You can't take a gigantic pay cut, so you're stuck. Where's the freedom? And I just think that at the end of the day, the important thing for people when they're choosing careers, and I wish the country would change and the mindset would change, that careers and jobs and work should necessarily appreciate that at the end of the day, we are trying to be alive and be happy. Yes, we want to put our hand in the pile. Yes, we have obligations to contribute. But at the end of the day, all of us, want to be happy and, and live life and enjoy our family and our friends and you know movies and fun and, and the outdoors and rest and sleep and casualness and you know conversation, food. All of us are here to enjoy being alive. That's the ultimate goal. Not to work, not to struggle and stress and 
you know, that's part of the necessity of being alive. Yes, you got to take care of things or you'll die. The elements will kill you. You've got to build a home or have something to put your, to have sh- take shelter in. But at the end of the day, it's not about slaving to take shelter and freezing. It's about living and being happy and it's about sharing time. And, and so that being reality and the fact that mankind as a human animal their number one distinctive feature is the ability to make, have judgment and make choices and to ration their time according to their desires. We partition our time to control our own happiness. Now, we, I'm not saying we control our lives. We, everyone knows it's been alive long enough. There are a lot of controlling factors that things change just when you think you were all set and ready to go and you knew exactly how it was going to go down. Boom. You get thrown a curveball all the time. That's life. Whether it's a health problem or a car issue or a bill that comes up or you name it. But I'm talking about the flexibility, not, not, not the regimented I have control, but the I have control in the sense that if I don't feel it today, I can say no because I trust that I'm not lazy and I'm a good worker. And I'll say yes more than I'll say no and the work will be enough and the quality will be good and everyone will be happy. Then why do you have to make me do it each day, every day, at a certain time, all day. Why do you have to take away my freedom when, when I exercise my freedom? You're happy, I'm happy, things are being produced. Enough's being done. And, and, and the money that you're paying me is fair. And I think that that's the way jobs should be sorted out. That's the way careers should be decided on by people. They should have the fle- flexibility of hours, the flexibility of days. If in a given period you're just in a mood to work a lot, you should be able to work two, three weeks straight real hard, maybe even through weekends. But then when you're just not feeling it and you just need time, maybe you're feeling more anxiety or fear or maybe something's going on in your personal life, you should be able to not necessarily have to take family medical leave or some official thing, but just work a couple days that week. Or, or, you know, or, or take a week off. Sure, we have vacation. But I mean, the flexibility of when you go into work. Maybe you work short days. Maybe you're having a little bit of a rough week or you just don't like that type of work this week. You don't want to leave it, but it's not really exciting to you, that type of job that you have. So instead of working 40 hours that week, you want to work 20. I mean, and yeah, you'd, you'd take less money even for that. Why can't you choose to do that? They'd be like, no, 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 you have to work your full-time job. You're a salaried employee. You don't get to work 20 hours. If you do, you're not here the other 20. You must have time to take off. You can't just choose to work a part-time week this week. No. Why couldn't they just adjust your salary for that week? Yes, we'll give you, you know, unofficial leave without pay, and we'll pay you half as much this week because you're working half as much because that's what you want. Not a problem. And they just change it. And your check will be less, but you chose that and you wanted that. And then you're ready to go to work again. It's like, okay, they readjust it and your salary's back to full for the next week. What's wrong with that kind of flexibility? You know what it is? It's giving the employees actual control of their lives and it's allowing them to be human. And we can't have that, can we? 
Not according to the rules of what it means to be an employer or to have a job in America. No, we can't allow the workers. We'll give them unions, but then we'll try to bust them up. We'll give them a contract, but then we'll put all these clauses in where we can screw them. And we'll give them luxuries like working from home and all that, but then we'll harass them to the point where the sanctity of their home will be ruined because they'll feel anxiety at all times in the safety of their own home. There will never longer be a safe haven. Even in their home now, they feel the anxiousness of work creeping in, oppressiveness of the employer watching. So we'll give you things, but we'll take a lot away. As we give them to you. Because hey, that's America. It's all about the job and the power and the money and the greed. And so while I understand, like I said at the beginning, that everybody has to do their part and we should contribute. I think what's most important is to trust that people know that and they will do their part. And to trust that people will produce and be uh, efficient, effective and do good work for you. If you show that you care about them as human beings and if you give them that flexibility in terms of their hours, when they start, when they stop, when they come in, what they do, when, how much they work each week. I think that flexibility will end up creating people that feel like they're human again and they'll feel more like they're alive and it's life. They're not a prisoner. They're not a slave. They're a human being living their life. And part of that is working this job, but the job is not some oppressive thing enslaving them. It is a part of their existence and it works with them. It gives and takes back as all things in existence do. The job is just another part of their organic experience of being human. And it gives and it takes and it recognizes that the employee is not a robot. It is a person and each person has their different strengths and weaknesses, and they need to be worked with. I mean, I think if employers can't deal with their employees like that, they should fucking close down. They don't have any business controlling lives if they don't know how to work with people as people, as individuals. If they try to jam every round peg into their square holes, they should be fired. They should be the, the government or somebody, the military, let's bring Trump's army out and shut them down. Let's bring the National Guard in. These places should not be allowed to operate and oppress people. We are free human beings. This is about living. This is about loving. Give us our freedom to choose. Let us be who we are. It's enough. We're not losers or failures if we don't work according to the hours and structure and method that you ordain to be the only way. No, we're just not you. Let us be us. You'll be happy with it. Trust me. People will be better at their jobs and perform better if you make them the master of their own time and their life. And, and you pay them accordingly to the quality of their work, not just the hours, not just the time, but the quality. Some people can work half as much and do twice as good. It's true. Some people at one particular function could work half as long. Someone might work four hours at something. The other person might work eight hours at the same task. The person who worked four hours might turn out a product that's twice as good as the product turned out by the person who worked eight hours. Now, you tell me, who should get paid more? 
the person who worked longer or the person who did better work? Same product, one's way better than the other. Should we value the final product or should we value that time they put in and the work? And that's the problem with America. We value the time people put in. We force people to put in time. We take away their freedom. We take away their life. We give them only a couple days at the end of a week to actually be free. And then they're back to the grind, back to the grind, back to the grind. And they do that their entire lives. And they, there are parts of themselves they never get to explore. Interests in music or the arts or interests in mathematics if they happen to work in some other field that's not mathematical. Why don't we encourage people to contribute to society in ways that touch upon all their gifts, all their strengths, all their interests? When we force them into one career and one full-time job, we've limited that person. And we as a society are suffering for it. Because while it may be true that John Smith may only really have one talent and he'd be good at a full-time job working in that thing because that's what he's good at, Joanne Smith might have four or five different things she's quite good at. And if you forced her into only one of those five gifts, what's happening to the other four? Our culture, our society is forced to live without those beautiful gifts Joanne could have given us. She has no way to get them done because she's too busy being forced to work her one job full-time all the time. She's not fulfilled. We're not fulfilled. It's worse for society as well as for the person. Flip that logic around and whatever is good for the person is good for society. It's true because we are society. Hello, people. Wake up. We are society. The world is us. The world is made up of a bunch of little us's, people. So the better off we are, the better off everyone is. You know, caring about your neighbor is caring about you because if they're better off, the world will be better off. You're part of the world, you'll be better off. We are all interrelated and jobs are no different. And employers should think of people that way as cells in their body because we are. And I just... Wanted to get that message out there. I'm sure it's nothing original. We've all thought it before. But my God, what is going on in this country and with these employers, especially mine, that feel right now, that feel the need to smother a worker's ability to choose and to be free, that don't trust the worker to work enough and get enough done if you give them freedom. Does freedom really lead to slovenly sloth and laziness? What kind of assumption is that about people? And if we oppress people and force them more to do things our way, are we really going to end up with anything approaching quality, whether it's quality of performance, quality of end product, quality of mood, of spirit, of, of, of camaraderie? What are we going to achieve by cracking the whip and enslaving people and causing them to never see their families or friends except on sneaking time here and there on a Saturday or Sunday. What, what kind of world are we going to be living in ourselves then? What kind of life are we going to make for ourselves, let alone for these people that we're oppressing? I just, I just wish 
that all of us, especially those who have the power of employing others, could realize that jobs are life and life's are, life's are jobs and we have to make them more symbiotic and organic. And in particular, we have to allow the worker to have input into when and how they work and how much they work. I think all of those factors will make for happier people and better work. And again, it's about recognizing the number one trait that makes humans human, which is the ability to choose, to decide, to have judgment, to reason. When you take that away from people, you've reduced them to subhuman. You're, tr you're treating them like they're not human. When you're forcing them to do the choices you've made, when you're not allowing them to say, I don't feel like working on this real hard thing today. I'm a little out there. I'm a little shaky. I don't have it today. I'm going to choose to work on something easier today. Or today I'm ready to go. Bring on the biggest challenge you got. When you don't let people make that call, when you say, no, today this is what you're working on, whether you want to or not, and today you're working on it this many hours and you better be in by this time and you better not stop working except for a half hour and you better get right back to this, this thing I'm giving you right now and you better have it done by the end of the day and you better not have, leave any sooner than X o'clock and see you next week. Have a good weekend. <laughs> No, that's not, that's not life. That's not loving human beings. That's not getting us anywhere, folks. So let's, let's all of us do our part to change, shake things up. Let's make America great again by realizing that the, it's the working man and woman who make America, who make life. And let's love them. And let's give them some power, some freedom to choose, some liberty, some independence, some judgment. Let's allow them to be human as they work and make money. Let's realize that they don't leave their humanity at home when they go to work. And just because they need to make a buck doesn't mean they have to whore out their humanity and their freedom and their choice. They don't. They still are human every second of the day, including when you own them with your salary. They're still humans. And they still are going to want what they want sometimes. And you have to recognize that and be kind and let them. Let them make choices. Let them do what they need to do to be the good employees you trust that they are. And if you don't trust them, don't hire them. But if you trust them, please allow them to make the call sometimes within parameters. Sure. But how about giving them some leeway to be free? from day to day to do what they feel they can best do, what they're in the mood for, what inspires them each day in that job. Give them that leeway. Give them that freedom to choose. And I swear to you, you'll have a, a satisfied workforce. You'll have people that'll be happy. And so they'll be doing better work and the product will be better. And you'll make more money, pal. You'll make more money if that's really what you're after. Trust me. Trust me on this. You'll actually make more if you give people the freedom in the course of their jobs to be human.
Oh, okay. Let's get to work, people. I love you. Yabba da boop